Welcome back to Brooklands and this edition of The Track. My name's Tim Morris. Today on The Track we're getting on our bikes and going back to the motorcycle show which took place at the beginning of July. Uh, we're going to hear about uh, a new initiative to help with men's health which is based down in Poole and it combines mechanics and health issues. Then we'll hear from Eddie about his fast lady combo, the CEO of the BSA company who are now building bikes in India for sale in the UK, uh, but I hope to come back to the UK and build them here soon, and the owners of Hollis Motorcycles who make bespoke British bikes in very small numbers. But first we hear from John Nelson, who you may know from BBC Speed Shop, where he restores bikes and cars with Titch Cormac and Billy. But they also help out with Project Pit Stop. Okay, we're um, by the Vickers Suite now, and got a couple of motorbikes out here, and. Uh, got john here with a project pit stop top on you're yeah. something to do with these motorbikes yeah we are yeah we come down here we do uh things like for mental health and men's health donuts pool with project pit stop so the idea is you can turn up have a coffee and have a chat sometimes most of the time there's a doctor there we can have speak about personal things if you want because right. men are not very good at going to the doctors like we all know so you've got a little bit of a niddly say should i go and see somebody about that and they go oh yeah go down to project pit stop have a chat and going from them, we build bikes. So, yeah, I mean, you've got a couple of motorbikes here, so this is something that you, you do with yeah. the project, I take it. Yeah, so this is all, like, volunteer stuff. So a lot of the stuff's been supplied by people, like, donated. The tank were painted by a company who donated that. Uh, the engine work, had a bit of the engine work on it, like, for free. Uh, okay. Titch has done a little bit of work on it as well, and Billy and it's a bit of a show bike we'll take it around to show so yeah. people can see it you let us yeah. ride up your hill today yes fantastic that, that's good fun oh really fantastic that was yeah, yeah. you've got to watch the gravel at the top you do yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a bit slippy when you turn that sharp yeah, corner you don't want to be doing a big jump at the end of there do you you could end up in uh, a and e i've seen many motorcyclists come off at the top, top there where they you? try and do that right hand <laughs> turn but yeah really good fun really that thanks for inviting us down here yeah, today no, it's a pleasure it's a pleasure so it's taken a while to restore uh yeah the, i think it's took over i think it's quite a, about three four months a bit longer right uh it looks it, nice yeah it come in like a rough form really like standard yeah. and then they decided to customize it and make it a bit more a bit different really which i think it's turned out really nice yeah i mean it looks great i think and it went well up the hill obviously today. yeah yeah second yeah. gear up the hill today i was quite well, surprised well, yeah, thought yeah. first my be okay but second gear it pulled really well second yeah get a bit of speed up by the top then yeah not the only one i think is what might come up with is if somebody's got a problem all right so you're okay. not the only one who's got the problem right okay so you can talk about it yeah so that was the main thing i think what that means so oh, if you can turn up and have a coffee and you've yeah. got a problem okay. there's probably another 10 15 20 people who's got the same problem Right, brilliant. And we've been joined by... <laughs> yeah, Mike from Project Pitstop. Nice Mike. to see you guys. Hiya, Just had to get a coffee. I had such a sore throat. Did I thought you? I'd like to do it. Right. Shall we walk in and <laughs> Yeah, yeah, please come and look at our area. Great, so, so this the is... The idea behind this is when we go to S-Bomb, we've been to Triumph, we've been to Indian. We try and have some signage so you kind of realise, oh, it's different, it's a Moto Social. So the prince behind Moto Social, it is literally nothing more than a coffee and bike meet. Again, the principle being is 
like you guys today, if you put on something interesting, guys will come together. They come together, they get out of the house, whatever it might be. That starts a conversation. Yeah. The way we can help them even further, apart from make sure we've got good coffee and snacks, is that we have the principal man of machines. We have a GP doctor and mechanic. So, two guys working on a bike, hello John, yeah. that starts <laughs> a conversation. <laughs> so basically, if your bike rattles, speak to John. If you rattle, speak to Andy, our doctor. Oh, right. And that's it. But the truth being, most of the time we spend our time talking about bikes. We talk a bit about life. We had someone earlier chatting to us who literally said they gave me five years to live for cancer. And that was five years ago. So it's amazing the kind of stories that kind of come out. Mm. The other element we've been doing today, hence Cyburn Collab. Here, I'm not the only one. The simple principle behind that is we know guys don't talk enough. We keep it to ourselves and we don't share our thoughts. So you're going through X, but no one talks about it. So in your mind, you're the only one going through X. It might be financial, it might be physical, it might be mental, whatever it might be. The idea being is if we start talking about it over bikes, over coffee, then like, oh, you're the same situation, you're the same situation. You're not the only one. So not the only one is one only, whatever you're going through, it's not just you. I promise whatever it is, is someone else. So let's talk about it. The more we talk about it, the more we don't realize it's not the only one. So the way we're raising awareness through that is we have moto plates that we created with Cyburn. We've got stickers to go on helmets. We've created race jerseys. So unfortunately, we can't get to see everyone face to face with a cup of coffee. No. But by John racing today, by you guys inviting us, we get to talk to so many people. And then once you start seeing photographs, um, for example, I'll give you a fun example. You might recognize Billy from Speed Shop. We did that just for fun. It was for, in April for Testicular Cancer Awareness Month. Just a photo done on social that reached 10,000 people. So 10,000 people basically said, Billy checking nuts. Yeah. So, and why we have like <laughs> testicular cancer elements. So there's physical health, there's mental health, and even we just have a cup of coffee, that's enough. Because it is a sense of community, so that's the whole principle. That's brilliant. And where can people find you? Yeah, yeah, it's a good question. So at the moment, we've been trialling motosocials at SBOM, the speed shop. Um, and it is an experiment. It's a local experiment to see what the reaction is. We have Facebook Project Pitstop. We have Instagram Project Pitstop. Website will be launching soon. Within our website, which we're working on at the moment, there'll be a man and machine section. So the man element would be like, here's little health checks. You know, like top tips. How do you check nuts? Right. Yeah. The machine element is, when did you last check your oil? You know, when did you last clean your bike? Yeah. So it's all about man and machine. So we can't meet everyone face to face. I wish we could. But in a worst case scenario, if we can tell the stories digitally in this modern world, and what we really want is people tell their own stories. So everyone or anyone can have a pit stop. When you're going out riding with your friends, when you pull over for a cup of coffee, that's a pit stop. But you don't just talk about the football last night. You ask, how are you? How are you feeling? You know, so pit stop should be no different point in the cat long. So we as ourselves can create our own pit stops. And now is the principle behind it. Whatever you're going through, there's always time for a pit stop. And so we can create a conversation. That's the most important thing in the world. We do ask more I think that's the important thing, isn't yeah. it, really? So basically go on to social media. Yeah. You're all over there. If, oh, you, yeah, if, if you search for yeah. Project Pit Stop, yeah, yeah. people will find Again, you. we're really small. We only started in September. These things take a while to gain momentum. We're still finding our feet, what works, what doesn't work. You know, wish we could reach thousands. If people just start having their own pit stops, because everyone rides, everyone goes to bike cafes, that helps. 
So just imagine the next time you go for a ride, you're having a cuppa, wherever it might be, just checking on your buddies. Yeah. Feel free to talk about it. That can literally save someone's life. That's it. Absolutely. Great. You're doing a good job well, there, I think. Let, let's support. hope it's it expands. Yeah, and you get more support and more people coming in to do a pit stop. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Everyone's been amazing. So I'm very, very grateful. Thank you so much. Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, guys. classic track motorbiking from the year 1975 and that takes me back a bit to uh, my first motorbike well it was actually a putsch maxi color purple a moped but uh, you know what i mean but now let's head back to uh, a little bit earlier now and hear from uh, a brooklyn's member eddie and his 1947 vincent Farsley. All sorts of different uh, motorbikes and combinations here. I've got a fantastic setup here: uh, motorcycle, sidecar, trailer, another bike on the back, and all this belongs to Eddie. And Eddie is a Brooklyn's member. Hi, Eddie. Hiya. Hiya. Just admiring your setup you've got yes, here. Yes, and it's a lovely day for it too. I've really enjoyed day. it. A bit of blue sky. Yep. You've been up the hill, I gather, as yes, well. Yes. Yes. 
in this? The Fast Lady. It's called The Fast, the Fast Lady. Lady. Yeah, this is uh, a very is famous bike in Vincent history. Right. And the chap who used to own it, and I used to chase him round Croydon yeah. on my Norton outfit with a stive, and I used to chase him, me and the wife, we weren't married then, but used to chase him and his wife round Croydon and everything. And it was this bike that inspired me to put little wheels on my road bike. Okay. So I put the little wheels on me Norton, and driving it around, everyone said, well, you're quite good at that, you ought to go racing. So I did, I went, I took it to, to Brands Hatch when they used to practice at Brands Hatch on yeah. a Wednesday afternoon yeah. with everything. You'd have all the Formula cars, they was all mixed up together, it was quite dangerous. Anyway, I went round there, there was a few motorbikes I cars, and I was beating some of them on my road bike. Really? And I thought, oh, well, I might be able to do something I'm quite with good this. at this thing. Yeah, yeah. so then... I, I started racing because I had the wheels and it was the wheels was the expensive thing to get because right. I had my Norton wheels with the 16 inch tyres and the racing sidecar tyres and that's what got me racing and from then I used to come home from racing at the weekend Sunday night I'd be outside my house jacking me Norton up Put, taking the wheels off Changing my race bike yeah. no put the wheels back on my road bike right. to go back to work the next day and that's how this come about so that's how all this come about well in, in 73 so, it's quite a long story have you got time you can well, get it all out can't yeah, you so, yeah, <laughs> yeah. What, what so this is the fast lady the fast and lady. as I say it has, oh, yeah, it's a, a 1947 Vincent Rapide but the engine is number 15 that's the oldest post-war engine in Europe and everybody says I shouldn't be thrashing it around because it's really a museum piece because they were different cases on the very early machines which all the racers wanted because they were much heavier and sturdier yeah. and that's why Malcolm who had this when he found out about these cases were for sale he went and bought them, took the engine out and rebuilt it into this, okay. into this machine so it's number 15 Wow. And uh, I've enjoyed it for the last 22 years. I bought it 22 years ago from Malcolm Atrell, the bloke, the originator of this machine. But I've modified it a lot by putting decent brakes on and a, a Suzuki generator, 12 volt electrics, heated grips, all the stuff you need, indicators, all that so stuff. A lot of modifications to make it this, make it sensible for yeah, modern, day modern day traffic. traffic. Yeah. And did it come with the sidecar originally? Or oh yes. Yeah. No, no, no. The, he was uh, Malcolm Atrell was a sidecar racer. If you look on All the right, history okay. there on the on the board, oh, it shows there, you some of the uh, race results and things like that. Yeah. And he used to go to the meetings. He used to go with this, and he used to tow his race bike on the back, which is why I tow that, because that's all now. part of that same history. Yeah, he used to turn up at Brands Hatch or something on this with his wife in the right. chair, all the camping gear strapped all over it, <laughs> and the racing outfit on the back. It's amazing. Yeah, so it has a lot of history. So you're towing it. What's it like to tow? It's a well, it's something on it, the back. Yes, it makes the clutch work a bit hard. And say, it's be. a five speed gearbox, mind you, so the yeah. semi close ratio, so it does help a bit there. But I go home via the motorway rather than through the lanes because right. it's much easier on the clutch and the brakes and everything. Yeah, no gear changing or anything on that. Yeah, there, just so pull yeah. along at 60 or something. That. Yeah. Is it quite stable? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's very stable. The bike yeah. on the back as well. Yeah, no, it's very stable. Yeah. The bike's up high. And I don't like the height of it, but that's how the trailer came. Right. But I'd like it, you know, the bike sitting lower, lower on yeah. the axle and everything. But I thought, oh, I can't be bothered to alter it. It's a proper, it's not a homemade thing. It's a proper design trailer. Right. So that's how I tow it. But sometimes I look look behind me and I thought, who's that? Who's that behind? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it's me. It's all right. Yeah. 
obviously a bit disconcerting, I guess. Yes. Brilliant. So you've had a good day today. I've had a brilliant day, motorcycle day, as you know I'm a member and I yeah. come to all the car events and everything, ones, yeah. but motorcycle day is the, the day. Yeah. Look at all these people. It's brilliant here. today, isn't it? Absolutely brilliant. fantastic. Hundreds of motorbikes here today. Yeah. Glorious and it's stuff. just the smells and everything, or the, the exhaust. It's just the whole atmosphere has been great. Absolutely. And that little Andre, I built that as well from scrap. Did you? We bought it at Kempton Park. Yeah. It's an import. It's a 350 yeah. Honda so Ford. Honda 350, is it? Yeah. Which is a. No. Oh, yeah, you don't it's want to leave a, that down. It's a. Um, it's a they didn't import the 354 into into the UK. It went to Europe right, and America. Yeah. This was the forerunner of the 354. That's actually a 354 tank because the free, sorry, a 404 tank because it looks better as a race, you know, a calf racer. The little right. the little tank on the 354 is not not very big. Oh yeah. So yeah. that's what the original bike so would be. Like. Yeah. It wasn't yeah, anything so like that when I got it. This, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it was nothing like that. No. It was actually oh, like, it was that. like that. Uh, just like that. Oh my goodness. A pile of junk. But I bought it because I thought a oh, 54, I never yeah. don't know such a thing. I never knew. And I thought a four cylinder, that's exotic. I'm yeah, gonna have a go at that. You know, it wasn't unusual. a lot of money. And I built it and into this cafe. Yeah. It's brilliant. It wow. makes a nice noise. You've you been running this today as well? No, no, no. You only had the two. Last year I took it up the hill. Did you? But this yeah. year they were limited with numbers and everything, oh, so it seemed yeah. a bit unfair to take someone else's go or something. Yeah. So. Yeah. That looks good. Great little combination, I think. Thank you Thanks very Thanks for much. talking to us, Eddie. Oh, I've enjoyed it. Thank, Thank you. you very much. I like telling people about the history. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, right. it's good. It's Thank you very much. Thank, Thank you. you. One of the surprises at the motorcycle show was coming over to the motoring village uh, where I spotted a stand for the BSA company. And it turns out it is a, a new revitalization of the old BSA company, um, the new CEO. And I spoke to him. Uh, his name is Ashish Jessup. Okay, we uh, saw some of the gold stars over on the finishing straight earlier. And we've come over into the motoring village and we find uh, the BSA company which I gather is, is a new company, and you're the CEO. Yeah, brilliant. Good to be here. Uh, just to set the record straight, BSA Company, we can trace the history back to 1903. It's the same company. Uh, this is the company which was an offshoot of uh, Norton Villiers Triumph when the company okay. closed down, and, and BSA motorcycles had been assimilated into Norton Villiers Triumph, and uh, this one was just from there, so, so straight over from 1903. So it is a further development of the original 1903 BSAs? Yes, yeah. I would say the, the gold star that we've put out now is the modern avatar of, of the older gold stars. Uh, it meets all the relevant emission norms, so it's Euro 5 compliant, it, uh, it's street legal in terms of the, the pass-by noise as well. Uh, very nice motorcycle to, to ride around. Uh, we call it two motorcycles in one. Uh, up until three, three and a half thousand RPM, it's it's a very gentlemanly bike. But then, when you, once you open it up, uh, it goes like a gold star should, mm. and uh, it can easily do the ton. And uh, we've had so much fun making the machines and and uh, riding them. I've personally ridden over ten thousand miles on one uh, during the testing phase, and uh, oh my God, I I can't be more excited to bring the machines back here. Um, they're on sale now in this country. 
Uh, they will go on sale towards the end of uh, July, early August. Uh, okay. We've just so appointed, pretty yeah, pretty soon. Yeah. We've just appointed a company in Coventry as our uh, distribution partner. It's a company called Lucas Distribution, and uh, Luke Gregory from there. Uh, his family has got BSA all over them. Uh, they they have one of the oldest motorcycle dealerships in the country, which is Lloyd Cooper, and my God, uh, again enthusiasts. All, all, all along. So the bike you produce now, is it, is it just the one model, the Gold Star? Uh, so there's three trims in that one model of Gold Star, but, uh, but from where that Gold Star is coming out, there's, there's more to do. And uh, petrol heads as we are, but uh, electric is, uh, is going to be the future, so we've, we've started working on, on our electric uh, vehicle as well. Uh, Coventry has our uh, tech center. And uh, with Birmingham in our name, we didn't want to be, be far away uh, from Birmingham. Uh, we are also going to be producing the Gold Stars uh, very much in the UK soon enough. Well, that, that's good to hear that they're actually coming back to the UK. That's fantastic. Um, got some older Gold Stars here on the stand, I see. Um, so this is a development, really, all the way through from these old bikes right through to the new. You're working on an electric one. It's just great to see them back again. Yep, I can tell you only one thing: uh, we are, uh, we, the new gold stars are going to be as British as th- as they can be. Uh, even that electric motorcycle, uh, even battery, uh, uh, the manufacturing of the machine, all of that will happen in the UK. We we are committed to bringing these machines into the UK, and BSA Company is a British company. It has to remain that way. Lovely to hear that, and good to see a, a name like BSA back in the market again. Brilliant. Thank you so much for having thank, us here. Thank you very much. Cheers. Thank you. And finally, we find out about Hollis Motorcycles, a very limited range of uh, virtually hand-built motorbikes made in the UK. The story behind the Hollis was basically... I wanted to, I, I've been building bikes for a long time, okay, custom bikes, Harley Davidson's and everything else, and, and it was kind of like, we need something different, okay. What bikes have been built in England this day and age? Not a lot, you know what I mean, so as we can call a British bike. And so it was kind of like, I needed something different, okay, and so this was where the Hollis sort of like came into really it was like let's build a series of bikes limited edition only 10 can't afford anymore okay and so the design aspect okay what we're going to do okay it's just going to be a little country runner you know so you just jump on it go down in the pub you know maybe a little sat nav take you back home or something <laughs> whatever anyway so um it was two years two years in design and development Okay, from sketching out. Okay, and then we come up with this little design. Keep it simple. Vintage look, classic looking. Give it that vintage look. It needs style. It needs elegance. It needs something where, you know, you turn up at a pub. Do you know what I mean? And you got something really, really different. And that was what it was all about. And so, therefore, that's how the, uh, the Hollis uh, came about. The... Um, Crikey, the um, I mean, to get it onto the road, okay, there were so many conformities we have to sort of like apply, you know, adhere to, and certainly with um, the likes of um, the DVLA and Vosa, you know, so it has to conform to the road and everything else. So that took us about that took us about 
uh, about a year and a half to get all the legalities and the paperwork done and everything else so we could make a presentable bike okay for uh, uh, for people and uh, and that's really where it came from you know something different yeah and made in England yeah and so we're and to keep it British we have to have everything we have to have 90% of the parts have to be from the UK yeah yeah and that's it yeah and so and so that's where it came from really um, all with the modern stuff on it so we had the Brembo's we had a um, uh, Brembo design the package and, um, and what have you um, so we got disc brakes all around we got modern shocks the um, the twin you know the twin um, uh, twin shocks on the back yeah so yeah yeah yeah. It's, it, there's only a limited edition of 10. That's all that will ever be done. Okay. They are complicated bikes to build. I take, they, there's something like around about 16 weeks, isn't there? Yeah. yeah, 16 weeks to build them. They're all from scratch. We have the jigs and everything. And so they're manufactured. Um, um, you know, we take our time. Everything's TIG welded. We have, you know, we have, uh, we use the best of the steels, the best of the best we can on them because we want them to last. You know, so we use the Talon wheel hubs, um, beautiful wheel hubs on them. Um, as far as the engine package goes, okay. So that was that was a difficult one because we wanted we wanted a, a, a British history engine, okay. And so we thought something that's easy to repair, easy to use, okay. Not going to cost a lot of money to uh, service and, and, and repair if anything, you know. And we just thought, well, the Royal Enfield has the history you know from the old reddish and everything else so we thought well we'll just put one of those in there yeah and there see how you get on with them you, you know what a royal enfield is like you know if you set them right and you look after them you know everything's fine yeah they're fine and of course um all the clients there yeah they enjoy the rides half of them are getting stopped along the road because nobody knows what it is what's a hollis you know and it's just like there you go that's it really well yeah that's it yeah uh, Deuce Machina, yeah. I believe there's only about six of them around or something on these bikes. Actually, uh, commissioned by Norton, the factory, um, on the build, yeah. Yeah, so, so they can have whatever whatever they want. We will, we will, um, you know, we will always um, uh, try and help people, you know, with the bikes everybody wants, you know, what they want, and they'll get what they want. And so we will build, yeah, right from scratch. We will start right from scratch and um really depends on sort of like you have the sort of like the low end the mid range and then the top end we i can meet all criteria. yeah i can meet all criteria. yeah and it's like everything labor of love isn't it and i'm still poor by the way <laughs> i'm rich because i got my kids <laughs>
celebrating their rich history and heritage. Then uh, just a step forward into September, and on the 4th we've got American Day, plenty of American muscle cars there. And on the 11th of September it's Emergency Services Day, plenty of blue lights, uh, ambulances, police cars, etc. And uh, you can also meet the members of the Port Patrol. Thanks for listening.